Hello and welcome to Vipers Voices and in this episode we preview the qualifier match in the DP World ILT20, the match against the Gulf Giants in Dubai on Wednesday the 8th of February. And who better to help us look ahead to that encounter than the Desert Vipers captain, Colin Munro. It really is a massive game because for the winner of that clash there's direct access to the final on February the 12th but for the loser there's a do or die match against the winner of the third versus fourth place playoff on Friday February the 10th for the second berth in that final. Colin will talk to us about how everything is in the Vipers camp ahead of that match but before he does so just a reminder that tickets are still available for Vipers matches and you can purchase them via the Platinum List website and app and also the DP World ILT20 website. It's a great chat to come from Colin so let's get the ball rolling. There's no doubt that Colin is in a positive frame of mind going into the Gulf Giants match. Yeah, confident. I've said it the whole way through. We've got the best team. Um, I still believe that, even though we only finished second. It, I still think we've got the best team on paper. And like I've said, it's not one on paper. It's, it's one on the ground. And the team that adapts and, and plays what's in front of them the best will, will go on and win. So for me, confidence in, in, in the team's ability and my own ability to, to lead this team. And hopefully we can come away with the win. And even though the Gulf Giants have won both previous meetings between the two sides, Colin doesn't see that as a problem at this stage of the tournament. I think all the pressure's on them to be honest, uh, they beat us twice and yeah we come in obviously as underdogs finishing second and they only lost one game in the playoffs so they're the team to beat so you know all the pressure will be on them. Having said all that, there's no doubting the scale of the match to come. As for the winner, there's the prospect of a four-day break before the final, while for the loser, there's that win-or-bust match against either MI Emirates or the Dubai Capitals. The chance for some extra rest is a great incentive, but Colin says that the players aren't looking on that as the be-all and end-all. We've obviously finished in the top two. We've given ourselves a chance and, and that luxury of giving ourselves an extra life. So. You know, if we have to use it, we'll use it and hopefully we can get through to that big final and, and play, play in front of hopefully a, a, a big red, red crowd. That's Colin Munro, the Desert Vipers captain, and he's up next here on Vipers Voices. We spoke with Colin at the ICC Academy just 24 hours ahead of the Gulf Giants clash and he started off by telling us that he and his players were absolutely ready for what's to come. Yeah, we had our last training now, so the boys are just ticking off their last little bits of preparation. Um, and then, yeah, come tomorrow, uh, play what's in front of us and just enjoy the occasion. Colin Gulf Giants played two, lost two against those guys. Is that a negative coming into this qualifier? No, I think all the pressure's on them, to be honest. Uh, they beat us twice. And, yeah, we come in, obviously, as underdogs, finishing second, and they only lost one game in the playoffs, so they're the team to beat, so... You know, all the pressure will be on them. Are they beatable? Yeah, definitely. Every team is beatable in this competition, I think. Um, you know, great squads around and especially our team, you know, the team we're putting out tomorrow. Uh, I've got all the faith in um, the boys to, to, do, to do the job tomorrow. Just thinking about those two games you played against the Gulf Giants, I guess there's an argument for saying you could and possibly should have won both of them. Yeah, I think so. I think especially the first game, I thought they put the... Our slow bowl was under pressure and we just quite didn't come back from that. But 
yeah, in the last game, to be honest, we rested a few players and got some squad members in to come and, and, and play. And again, saying that, the boys stepped up. I said it was going to take a whole squad to win this win this title. And um, yeah, I'm still a firm believer in that. So yeah, another another game that probably slipped away. But at the end of the day, we finished top two and that's, that's all that matters. And it gives us a, a life if we need it. What are your learnings about those two games? Or do you want to keep those under your hat? Oh, I just think staying in the contest. Um, they've got some wonderful players and, you know, they'll put us under pressure. So stay in the contest for long periods of time, um, try and close out our overs a little bit better. And with the bat, you know, if, you, if you're if in, make sure you get a big score. They've got some terrific death bowlers, haven't they? David Visa and Chris Jordan, they've bowled very effectively at the back end of innings, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Um, you know, I think that's that's their, their biggest strength with, along with their batting is that they've got, you know, those death bowlers that are that are taking wickets and, you know, confidence in this format of the game is a, is a huge thing. So, you know, against against those boys that are world-class on their day, you, you've got to be on, on your best. Now, when Indu Hasaranga, Gus Atkinson and Luke Wood missed out from that last game against the Gulf Giants, they were uh, rested. Can we expect all or some of them back? I think definitely Hasaranga, world-class. So he comes back in uh, for sure, but I'm not I'm not 100% sure on, on the rest of the makeup. to be honest. Um We'll have a little bit of a meeting tonight and, and think of the best way we can go up against the Gulf Giants. I guess whatever decisions you make, there's going to be some unlucky players, aren't there? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, we like I've always said throughout this whole campaign and even before, we've got a, a great team on paper, but, you know, a, a whole squad wins tournaments. Um, and I think that, you know, everyone's had a, a decent opportunity. I think there's obviously a few guys that haven't played, but their attitudes have been great. So, um, as long as everyone's putting into the pot, um, you know, and the attitudes are right for for the players, even the guys on the bench, it's been wonderful so far. So, you know, hopefully that can continue. There's going to be guys that obviously are hurting that won't be playing in the finals, but you know, and that's a good thing because it shows they care and they want to be a part of it. So, the players that you know don't care, then you know, obviously, or, or not too upset. Um, shows that they're probably not too too worried about it. Just talk to us about the fact that you played ten games in twenty one days. A very very intense schedule. The the last team to start in the competition and the first team to finish the group stages. How has the team pulled up as a result of that intense schedule? Yeah, I think pretty well. You know, if my my old body can get through those ten games, then I think anyone's can. So, um, yeah, I think you know, obviously it's. It's great to have a tournament that's that's quite short like it is now rather than having the tournaments that just go on and on and on. So, you know, that's where a, a big squad comes into it and, and a good squad. So uh, it's great that we've obviously given guys an opportunity, but, you know, the bodies are, seem to be nice and rested and that's the luxury we've had in, in being able to rotate our bowlers and um, some of our players. Now, you mentioned there about the fact that you played all 10 games yourself. It's been a new experience for you as captain too. How have you found that thus far and and, and how are you feeling personally? Yeah, I've, you know, I've, I'm, I was fortunate enough to have my family with me. So, you know, it's really when it's when it's not cricket, it's really switching off time and, and family time. So that's something that I've done really well in the last year or two. Um, I used to carry a lot of baggage from game to game and thinking about things and always maybe thinking of the negative more than more than what I've done well. So uh, for me now, it's about making those I've made those changes that, you know, once I get off the bus, cricket's done. Um, and just be be mentally fresh um, when I'm around the family, and it's easy to do that when you've got two young kids that you're splashing around in the in the, in the splash pad and stuff with. So yeah, it's it's been it's been great. I've learned a lot along the way, um, especially about those difficult 
conversations around players and, and letting them know why they're not playing. Sometimes it's just you're not in our best team at the moment and it's as simple as that and you know, guys gotta take it with a, a pinch of salt and, and, and move on and the boys have been great and hearing those 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 bad I suppose bad news for them but yeah it's it's probably it's not the easiest part of the job, put it that way. New player coming into the squad, of course, with Dinesh Chandimal missing out and Naman Odja coming in. You've had a chance to have a chat with Naman, I guess. Uh, how have you found him and uh, is he a good addition? Yeah, great addition. I think a very experienced player. Obviously, backup wicketkeeper for, for Sam Billings. Um, so if anything happens to Billings, he's, he's, he's got to be the next guy in. Very experienced T20 player. Played a lot in the RPL and, and, and a very, you know, he spoke even at the meeting before coming to training about how excited he is to be here and you know hopefully he can add some some value to the group whether it's on or off the field. Just talk to us about pressure. You mentioned pressure and the fact that the pressure's on the Gulf Giants because they've played 2-1-2 against the Desert Vipers. But what about pressure for you and the players? Do you feel any additional pressure thinking, well, if we win this game, We've got four days clean and clear before the final. If we don't win this game, we have to go for a do-or-die game on the 10th. Does that add any pressure at all? I think a little bit. I'm not going to lie and say no. But, um, you know, I've been in teams where you lose this playoff and then you, you get momentum and you win that, you know, that eliminator and then you play in the final and you play against a team that hasn't played for four or five days and, you know, you, you rock and roll them. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fine one in terms of, you know, you want to win and give yourself... You know that luxury of, of having some some time off, freshen up, and then play that final. So you know we've obviously finished in the top two. We've given ourselves a chance and and that luxury of giving ourselves an extra life. So you know if we have to use it, we'll use it, and hopefully we can get through to that big final and, and play play in front of hopefully a, a, a big red red crowd. Good turnout today at Nets. Is that an indication of how hungry all the players are? Because all the sessions you have are, are optional sessions. Players are treated as big boys and allowed to manage their own uh, preparations for each match. Yeah, I think it shows how much the boys want to go out and, and put on a good performance tomorrow. You know, it shows that they really care and they want to do well for this team. So, you know, as a captain, it's, it's pleasing to see everybody here that's putting in the hard work couple of guys are off playing playing on a golf day but they came down yesterday and did a, did a, did a big session of fielding and, and training yesterday so yeah the preparation is, is really good so far and then you know we can come into the game tomorrow and just play what's in front of us confident yeah confident I've said it the whole way through we've got the best team um, I still believe that even though we only finished second it, I still think we've got the best team on paper and like I've said it's not one on paper it's, it's one on the ground and the team that adapts and, and plays what's in front of them the best will, will go on and win so for me confidence in, in, in the team's ability and my own ability to, to lead this team and hopefully we can, we can come away with the win Colin Munro, the Desert Vipers captain, in what you might call a quietly confident mood ahead of the qualifier against the Gulf Giants at the Dubai International Stadium on Wednesday night. And that's it for this episode of Vipers Voices. As ever, please like and subscribe to make sure you get the very latest interviews and news from the Desert Vipers camp during the DP World ILT20. And a reminder that we're giving you exclusive insider reaction here after every Vipers match of the tournament, so please stay with us. And remember, you can also follow the Desert Vipers on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook too, as well as visiting the website at thedesertvipers.com. You can also buy tickets for all Desert Vipers matches online. Just look out for them through the Platinum List website and app and the DP World ILT20 website. For now then, this is Brian Murgatroyd and as ever, thanks so much for listening. <laughs>